the female guilty conscience. Thank you for joining me, your host, Christina, for another episode of The Female Guilty Conscience. We are sitting here today hanging out on The Female Guilty Conscience after a long, I guess, sabbatical. I don't know what people take sabbaticals for, but I took one from my podcast. But we're back with the latest and greatest and the best of all babies, the sugar babies. I have a special guest on my show tonight. Her name is Mona, and she's going to share with us a little bit about her experience and what it's like to be a sugar baby. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah, yeah. Mona Saxton. It's great being here. It's always fun to talk about, you know, my little corner of the world. You are a professional sugar baby. Yes, yes. A lot of fun. How long have you been doing this? Um, I believe now it's six years. We did take a little break for a while. I uh, focused on some other things because I also model. But yeah, mainly, yeah, goodness, it's been six years now. It's quite a while. <laughs> I didn't realize it's been so long. So what I understand, like I, I met you through Daryl, yeah. and you, you're pretty open about your business. Is this like your main line of income right now? Yes, yeah, actually it is. This is the main source of income, uh, which is great. It's uh, really just getting paid for your social life, which is awesome. Who doesn't love that? Just being paid to be yourself and go somewhere. Right. I mean, if you're an extremely great person, which means you probably have an awesome personality, you can probably get along with just about everybody. Like, you've got to be a well-rounded person in order to have the patience, the... Oh, absolutely. Uh... I don't even know what the word would the interest in just wanting to get to know anybody and everybody that that's yeah. willing. Yeah, and that's definitely that definitely explains who I am for sure. I'm definitely a very open, loving creature, and I'm always very open about that, anyways, about who I am personally. But right. it also takes someone that's um, emotionally open because you're going to meet a lot of interesting people, and of course, everyone's different. And right. You definitely not have to know how to communicate. I'm not saying I'm perfect by any means. But I definitely learned that's very important. <laughs> yeah. On like a whole different level. And you, like, I mean, I'm sure you get to, it's a, a lot of an, a, learning, a learning experience for you Absolutely. because you're meeting all kinds of different personalities, different yeah. types of people where it, it gives you these really great personality skills and people skills in order yeah. to just understand and just be able to almost be one with everybody. <laughs> that's definitely how you feel. And, like, everyone's, um, you see how different everyone is. Because some people are like, oh, all these guys are the same, or something like that. And it's like, emotionally, sometimes, with the, the cons, they're the same. But right. it's the pros for everyone that are that are different. And mm-hmm. that's what makes everyone unique, unique. in all these different yeah. situations. Definitely. So, um, what made you decide that you wanted to do this versus like a normal nine to five (laughs) Uh, so I actually did the nine to five at the same time while I was because you always want to have a backup and um, have some security 
which is something we all need. <laughs> and I mean, if it's just you being you and your social life and just getting paid for it, what, what the hell's the difference? I mean, everybody exactly. has to have a social life outside of normal work. Exactly. And, um, yeah, it was actually a lot worse when I had the 9 to 5 because, um, I mean, everyone's different on why they don't like the 9 to 5. I am more on, <laughs> I guess you could say on the more political side of why I don't like a 9 to 5. There's, um, it's not like, you know, the office drama. It's their, their ethics, their morals are honestly just really fucked up. And um, I've worked medical and you would think that there wouldn't be a lot of fucked up things in there, but it's right. one of the worst. It's all, especially in like, you know, this capitalistic world where everyone's concerned about the money. It's all politics and all the money. Yeah. Have. All right. So you clearly get to choose your clients. How yes. do you choose your clients? Are you more like equal opportunist or are you selective to a point where you're like, you like to only see people that you're attracted to? Um, so... Uh, you'd have to go, I'd have to go a little bit deeper to really answer that one, because, um, I, I'm attracted to a lot of things and a lot of different people, and so I don't have, like, a, a type of person that attracts me. Um, the, the best thing about sugaring is it's, like, I actually have a money-spoiling fetish, so that's why it was kind of hand-in-hand. Hand. Oh, like so this it makes way. it easy for you to connect with the person absolutely sure they think it's more like some of them uh don't get it and they think it's more of like oh you only like me because of the money and it's like it's no. a love language yes it absolutely is give presents i giving I've read presents the yes is, and yes and most uh actual love real language. sugar daddies that is their love language is uh is giving gifts usually are like it's one of their top and um you could tell because <laughs> i always give the best gifts and that's wonderful um, but, uh, yeah, no, you see a lot of different types of people for sure. Uh, what I've noticed here though, is that, um, lately there's a lot of mixed frustrations in like what people are looking for. There's a disconnect in communication between a lot of people and instead of being more forthcoming, uh, they're kind of just beating around the bush and then that's where okay I that's where you come in, in. <laughs> kind of ruin it all and you just <laughs> like, pull it out bullshit. of them <laughs> yes because i'm just like just be up front be real why is that so hard right. it's like i'm i'm being just as real and honest with you and i'm not treating you like an atm if i was treating you like an atm i'd understand why you would feel that way but it's like right. we haven't even got to that part <laughs> right but it's like once once they see me meet me and we talk about it more in person than they understand. They get a comfortability as well, especially when you're open yeah. about it and you just like address it kind of right when it first comes up. It's almost, I'm sure it catches them off guard. Oh, absolutely. And especially if they're not used to it and they're not used to more of a, because uh, I'm also a switch, so I could be doing this as a dominatrix as well, but I found that um, that's not always what I like to do. Like having a sugar slave is fun, but the needs are definitely different. And I'm not at that point in my life where that's what I wanted to do. I was like, I definitely like where I'm at right now, especially because of my age. Right. It's like GFE makes so much more sense. What and does GFE stand for, for the listeners that don't yes, know? Yes, yes. GFE stands for girlfriend experience. Okay. And um, because that's, that's pretty much what they want. They want a girlfriend without having a girlfriend because they don't want to have like any emotional output commitment. yeah yeah and commitment's a scary scary thing 
Uh, like sometimes, you know, they will, they will want to, but it's not always because I have been proposed to before, but oh, it doesn't goodness. always happen. Yeah, yeah. What do you do? <laughs> Tell me about that. Like, how uh, does that happen? Uh, you know, I have no idea how how sometimes they get to that point. Um, but I mean, everyone feels how they feel, and sometimes they uh, feel way harder than the other person. That's just how life is sometimes. But uh, what we found though with with these proposals is that like, no, it was not the right time and place. They were kind of rushing things, and like I knew that okay. I could see that, and I was like. No, this isn't actually what you want. Yeah. I'm flattered. Don't get me wrong, but I know this isn't what you want. What the ring look like? Oh, of course, it was gorgeous. Come on, <laughs> but I was still like, no, I can't do that because <laughs> that's just that's too much. Yeah, that's like that's going, I guess, beyond the barrier of just you know sugar That'd be more daddy, like, like gold, gold digger. digger. Yeah, exactly. that's like where I would see the mental line. I'm sure there's other lines out there. Because I mean. Gold diggers pretty much at the point where you're doing something that you wouldn't normally do mm-hmm. if money wasn't involved. You've already said that this is exactly what you'd like to be doing, and now you're just getting paid for it. So, yeah. But because I mean, I'm so upfront, they're just still what? Yeah. It's like I feel like sometimes they just they only hear what they want to hear, and you're just like, why is that? Like there was this. Okay, so this one might be a little TMI, but this guy was so irritating. Um, this one actually found me on a dating app and I was like, um, I don't take dating, I don't take any dating app very seriously. If someone's being serious with me, I will of course be serious, but I don't right. take the app itself that serious because of people like this. Oh my goodness. Happy down. I didn't know you were going to see this pillow as a Mona loves you. Mona. Ha. How cute. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy hits me up and he's like, we should, uh, or like, what are you looking for? And I was like, you know... Honestly, I'm not looking for anything. I'm just living life. And, you know, if something catches my eye, then sure. In uh, a perfect world, I'd love a kinky sugar daddy. But, like, if they're not there, they're not there. Or if, like, they want someone else, they want someone else. So be it. Like, I'm just doing me until then. Of course, saying something like that, he's like, oh, well, (laughs) what's that about? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, well, yeah, this is, like, the things that I'm interested in. And then um, they were like, well, awesome. Love to talk more about it. I even got you something for our date because I had already uh, said that we were going to, like, yeah, I already agreed to a date. And um, I was like, okay. And then he was like, I think he had gotten drunk. And, Uh-oh. yeah, you know, sometimes they just say the worst things when they're drinking. And um, I only say that because he called me. And the things that he said on the phone call were, like, the worst. <laughs> so he's texting me about the date and everything. And he's like, so wait, wait, wait. What calls me is, like, uh, <laughs> I, of course, didn't give him my real number. It's a Google Voice number. Yeah. And the name he even said was Sugar Daddy Number 5, which <gasps> was hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Because, like, he said that, but then as soon as, like, we're talking, it's obvious that he doesn't know what he's talking about. It was just, like a joke to him after he had been talking about it so seriously before yeah and now it's like nah this is no you're not really a sugar baby and uh, people don't really pay you and i would like you're and i love this part because they always want to get uh offensive when you you tell them what's what and it's like look a lot of people ask me for my time so it's like of course i'm going to end up charging for my time well 
I've dated and had sex with, you know, people that are way hotter than you, blah, 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 blah. Oh, my gosh, and I'm, yeah. Then, cool, go to them. Find somebody else. <laughs> oh, that's right. It's an ex that you can't talk to anymore. Yeah, it's probably for a reason, and probably why you're still going to have to pay me. Like, get over to yourself. Seriously. And it's like, so, and this is the part where I got really obnoxious. He's like, so, for for that much money, I get to, like, you just come over and I can come tongue punch your asshole? And I was like... Who talks like that? What? What year is it? How old are you again? Because it's yeah. older than me. And I was just like, the fuck? That's so disrespectful. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I was saying. And I was just like, no one ever said that. I was like, oh, clearly you don't know what a sugar baby is. You're clearly just thinking about an escort. And it's like, please know the difference between these words <laughs> before you come at me. But yeah. like, also, the fuck? Whoever. Who talks you like just, that? Yes. Whoever just goes on a date with meets up because he wanted me to not like you know go meet him somewhere else and he was just like oh yeah I was never gonna pay you anyways I just wanted you to come over to my house in my hot and get in my hot tub and I was just like I wouldn't uh, have done that anyways yeah. paid or not I, I don't know you and that's the first time you want to see me yeah. and then all you want to talk about is tongue punching my asshole he said yeah. it so many times oh. and he just kept yelling I, I had to hang like, up you're so disgusting yeah yeah I was just like this is gross and I hung up and then of course that offended him so he had to immediately text me oh, about goodness. like how ridiculous I was and like don't ever talk to him again because he's clearly had better never had to pay them and I was oh like oh my gosh get over yourself guys. yes I was like you're the one sitting here being <laughs> absolutely obnoxious and yes unstable like, yeah it was please delete my number you're not that hot to expect money to hang out with try some ugly guys next time I was like oh my god dude your ego is showing but thank you for giving us girls something to talk about because I was Sweet. with my friends and that's what I had told them before they called me and that's when he tried to attack me again with, I'm not vain. Oh, my gosh. Shit you fact. not. Shit you not. Next day later. How much a month are you looking for? Oh, my gosh. But yet. <laughs> eating I'm his own fucking words right Eating there. his own fucking words. Of course, I did not say anything. Yeah. It's not worth it because in that point, he gets drunk again and it's just going to be that same repetitive, like, abusive verbal language that you don't yes. need. Yes. And I'm because like, he's not even your <laughs> fucking man. Twice? Fuck like, that. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Like, it's so much more expensive, motherfucker, if you're going to yes, try and, like, exactly. <laughs> scar me for life. That's so bad. But I've also found that, like, a lot of people here in Austin uh, right now, it's all the married men coming out of the woodworks right now. So why not Ashley Madison? Yeah, right? That's what it feels like. Why not just, just like, go find go find another married person who wants to go F up their life? Yeah. I'm like, don't pull someone else to it. And it's not even like they're offering a lot to do it either. Yeah. They're like they can't get caught. And they yeah. don't have a whole lot of time. And then it's not really like being a friend because it's, it's not even like, like the a, quick shit. It's like yes. probably like meet me in this hotel room. I'm solely going based off movies, I swear to God. But that's just like kind of like <laughs> But no, it's kinda of how it feels. Yeah. Uh, it's like Every, uh, even though if that's not exactly what happens physically, that's exactly how it feels emotionally. It's just like, this is, what the fuck is this? This, is, yeah. this isn't even fun. And it's like, um, yeah, no, as soon as they say they're married, I'm like, uh, where's your wife? Am I getting to talk to them too? Like, uh, what the fuck? I need verbal confirmation now. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. Because no. you never want to get caught up in something like that. Like, who knows? No, what if, their I, wife if is a psychopath, were, I watch way too many true crime yes. TV shows where those bitches come back and try to kill you. It's like there's so yeah. many open couples out there, and it's yes, couple it's play such is a amazing. different world that 
why not? Oh my gosh, even exactly. if you're on like Tinder, Bumble, like, you see it, it's crazy. <laughs> All the time. Like, I'm like, what the? It's like it's everyone dude, wants like, group sex, but yeah. like no one wants to woo that other that other person. And it's like, that's oh, crazy too. I'm I'm very much I think the type of person that would just instantly be if you're not paying attention to me and only me and all of me like we're gonna have a fucking problem <laughs> so we'd have to see but the great thing is I'm I'm also poly so like that I've never had that I do like a lot of attention but I just get a lot of attention from a lot more. of people yeah <laughs> <laughs> you get which is like great with the modeling more. life too uh, mixing modeling and sugaring is awesome which is also how I find it. I mostly find, though, to get back to the original question, <laughs> I mainly find people just online. And, like, um, honestly, I'm one of those people that believes in, like, the energy of the universe. You just put out that energy, and eventually it's going to come find you. So you don't use, like, a normal, you don't use, like, seeking arrangements? They've actually or... pulled down seeking arrangements uh, because of SESTA-FOSTA Pass. They pulled down a lot of sugaring sites. Really? Which, uh, yeah, most people, uh, it's funny, the guys on there didn't know that's why it was pulled. But uh, I've been on dates with them. I'm like, duh, didn't you know? They're like, what? I was like, you've never been on Backpage? They're like, yeah, I was on Backpage, but I didn't know why I went down. I was like, how, how are, why are you ingesting in so much sex work and mm-hmm. don't know anything that's happening with sex, sex work at all? What the fuck? I was like, yeah, if you want all this shit that you clearly want, go get that repealed because that stuff also is bullshit. Yeah, that's crazy. That's like a, that's a major market for even just... So I did a little bit of research. I read some <laughs> articles. And, like, I read about this girl who was literally legitimately putting herself through college mm-hmm. by just being a sugar baby on yeah. seeking arrangements. And yeah. she openly admitted that she had never slept yeah. with any of her clients. No. Her parents knew that's <laughs> what she was doing. Yeah, my parents know. And so it was like... It was just... A, it's like a whole different world, a whole different, like way of thinking and perspective in a way yeah it, it's crazy and then but anyways let's continue yeah yeah so you choose your piece, people based on energy and yeah essentially like if we just don't vibe well it's it's just never gonna it's like any relationship really uh any type of dating relationship yeah there's not enough money in the world for somebody to pay me if i didn't want to like literally want to sit and like listen to them talk yeah exactly voluntarily like, yeah Ugh. Yeah, that's why when people are like, it's only for the money, I'm like, no, you're so wrong. <laughs> you don't know what I've turned down because it was, uh, no, it was so unappealing. I'm just like, no, I'm sorry, you can't. <laughs> you're such a bore. Money's not, I'm sorry, I can't take your money. It's just bad. And I mean, it's, what's that motto that everybody says? It's not a job if you enjoy what you're doing. Like, and yeah. you're just doing exactly, like, everything that you do, you just have a feeling that goes along with it. If you enjoy what you do, you'll you never just work try. a day in your life. Like, you, I mean, the way I'm, like, picturing her, she just does everything she enjoys. Yeah, because they're always like, well, what do you want to do? That's like an athlete who likes to play basketball. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For it. Exactly, and it helps that, like, uh, that's why I like the girlfriend experience the most, because, like, that one fits me the most. I want to just, like, go have fun and, like, go shopping, dress up, Tell be a doll. about one of your most either favorite experiences or most unique experience. Okay. I'd, I'd have to think about that one. <laughs> oh, man. I've had... Mm, I don't know. What is a good one? Okay, I'll tell you about my recent one, Puerto Rico. 
That one was just, just funny. Because it didn't start out that way. <laughs> what did it start out as? Nothing. Didn't start out as anything. How did you end up in Puerto Rico? That, that was, so you had mentioned travel sites before, right? That one of your friends did something on travel sites. So this year I got on, uh, I had taken a break, especially after Sesta Pasta Pass. I was like, well, I really don't want to be on anything. Let's just basically get everything off and start over. And uh, so for January, as soon as January hit, I got on all these different sites. And um, one of them was a travel site. And I was like, surely this isn't going to be like like a sugaring thing. Oh, no, I was wrong. <laughs> you, got, you get on there. And yep, it's built just like that. But um, the way people talk to you and the way that the verbiage is based on the website, like it's kind of all over the place. And a lot of people approach you for a lot of different stuff. And so yeah. I was approached for free trips, uh, just as friends, sugaring trips, and um, even gigs. And I, I was just like, okay, this is weird. One-stop shop. Sugaring trips is like, they, they're going to fly me down to see if we're compatible and I'll get paid the whole time. Okay. And uh, if, I, if we're compatible, then I'll start coming out there more often and if, um, for like more long-term. And then we just kind of expand from there. So how does this, like, affect, like, your your love life or your personal life or are you just not interested or is this your love life? So that, that's a question I actually get a lot. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, I don't think it affects it in any type of way, to be honest, because I see my sugar relationships like my, any other relationship. It's all dating to me. Uh, that's essentially what everyone's trying to do is date me anyways. So I'm just like, okay. Um, but it's... It's definitely made me question a lot of people and their um, their intentions more. Absolutely. And it's like, it's weird to me that the people that pay me treat me way better than the ones that don't. And I'm not sure if it's because the ones that don't know, or the ones that don't pay me know that about my work, or if it's because I'm trying to date people my age, usually. I'm not sure, but even like the older one, it's, no, I, I think they're all complicated, no matter what. They just yeah. have their own complications. Definitely, I agree. But I found that I'm just happier when I'm in the sugaring relationship because it, yeah, everything about it is usually better. So this is gonna be like something you do long term or? I'm going to do this as long as I can. All and right. if it's not sugaring, then it's still going to be in the sex world industry for sure. Because I'm a switch, so it's like I can like porn? go back and forth. I'm not sure if I'll go porn? into porn, but it's definitely something I've asked. What all about the time. that like webcam stuff? I hate webcam. I would actually prefer to do to do porn. in person. Really? Oh, I, oh yes, I would love like, to do in person. Be more. like somebody that's lingerie like, cleaning if, their house on webcam. It's just not me. I don't know. For fifty bucks. It's like I don't like. Uh, I guess it's because I don't like masturbating. I don't like anything about masturbation. And everyone's like, oh my god, so how many masturbate? And I'm like, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm like, I'd rather someone else be doing anything else besides my hands. Because like... Yeah, that is true. It's I mean, a different feeling entirely. Definitely. When it's my hand doing all these things, I'm like, when I know what to hand, expect. I'm just doing it to get off at that point. Like, it's no exactly, actual but like, extra... I mean, that's, that's what I feel like you're doing all the time. Yes. I suggest doing girl on girl webcam. Yeah. 
What? <laughs> also, <laughs> thanks for chiming in, Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which I mean is also something I've considered, but um, I can't find. Okay, I'm sorry. The only people that approach me are not on the same attractive wavelength as me. You. That want to do the same work as me. That and it's people want to see. Honestly, someone they want to see someone hotter than me with me. They want me to be the less attractive one. And I'm just like, do you know how hard it is to get women more attractive than me? To get in bed with me? It's so hard. Because, like, I'm intimidating, but they are scary. Like, they are they're fierce. Scary. I would say that. They're, they're, like, a different type of intimidation. And it's like, if, um, I'm not sure what it is, but I, <laughs> maybe it's I'm the one that's too intimidated at that point to get them. I, I feel like they also just want like something different than me. Yeah, I'm. I uh, am a huge. So I'm. I'm right under brat level. Like I don't identify as brat. I prefer to identify as a princess. And um, what's the difference? Wait, there's there's levels. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> a princess. So like, I'm a princess. Um, the different. Uh, yes, there's definitely different levels of intensity of a brat. Um, like, if, if someone's like, oh, no, I'm a brat, they definitely know they're a brat. And you can tell by... A, a brat is someone that, like, when when you're talking, and they just say that one-liner that makes you want to smile and slap them right across the face. That That's usually a brat. <laughs> it's just like, that was cute, but damn you, I want to slap you so hard across the face <laughs> right now. And, uh, and and that's kind of why they, they banter. They want that. They love that challenge. Okay. And it's like, that's that. why a lot of people think I'm a brat, because I will banter all night. Uh, it doesn't matter who you are. And it, I feel like that's because of the environment I grew up in, though. You know, a small town in the South, here in Texas, that's all anyone does. All anyone yeah, does is give I you shit. Small town, so. Yeah, and that's all you do shit talk to each other all the time. So, um, of course, when it's like a lover or someone you're trying to see intimately or like romantically you can't always you know pick at them like you do your best friends <laughs> different <laughs> I definitely see it as a different type of banter and it's like those are the that's where I challenge people the most how much do you make on average like monthly like monthly is pretty hard monthly differs but my rates are my rates are pretty crazy for Austin apparently uh my rates 300 an hour Holy <laughs> Usually, people pay me by the hour or by the day. Yeah, I've heard. I've pretty. I've heard some pretty higher I'm, prices out there, though. What are What are the perks? I mean, let's what aren't not the perks? talk like <laughs> the gifts that you've gotten. What's the most extravagant gift you've ever been given? Ooh, you know, dresses and shoes always. Um, aside from money, but that's because I don't wear a lot of jewelry. And so, like, everyone knows, like, don't really get me that. <laughs> but I model all the time. So it's, like, dresses and shoes. Please. Clothes. Yes. And apparently I find a lot of footboys, so shoes are definitely where it's at. So how do you, like, market your services? Like, how? I know we talked about it a little bit earlier. Like, you definitely find them on the Internet. Like, what are all your different, like, mediums? Um, all of popular social media, actually. I've only recently thought about uh, putting up a site to explicitly advertise for and like showcase specifically what my sugaring is aside from like other sugaring um, but that's 
going to be a mountain to climb for sure and know it because I need to get specific photos for that because all I have right now is boudoir stuff. But uh, to be honest, that was the easiest way was just putting my model pictures out there That's and talking about bullshit. And I like the people would just emails hit you up. on my website. Yeah. I got, I would literally get off sponsors. <laughs> sure. But I'd be interested in a sponsor. And like for a minute, I didn't really know what that meant. Yeah. And I would ask my friends, and they would be like, it's a scam. I mean, half the time, yeah. But you'd be surprised by answering some of those. I don't, I don't know if I could ever, just because I, it's not, every time I've modeled, it's never been for any type of monetary gain. It it was, I was not interested in the idea at first. It was just to get into a party for free and for free booze. (laughs) And then I (laughs) I experimented for a little bit and the, I lost a good friend over it. So Mm. it was just kind of like. It wasn't worth it anymore to me. Like, yeah. people just got too involved in how they looked and why they wanted to look that yes. way. And it was so much more of a competition, but I felt like I made so many friends. Yeah. My favorite part was just going to the shoots with other models and actually, like, legitimately just helping them. And I probably spent the least amount of time in front of the camera because <laughs> I would just, oh, yeah, I use this necklace. Just, like, sharing everything I had. It yeah. was almost like me trying to make friends in a place where I should probably be a little bit more professional. <laughs> no, I totally my, feel it. like, resource. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I definitely went. understand that in the modeling community here. And it's, like, here it was so rough. What do you do as far as safety? <laughs> okay, so I'm actually a very paranoid person. So I probably have more security than other people do. Do you carry um, a gun? I actually don't. My brother hates that, and he's getting me, uh, we're both getting our concealed handgun license soon and guns together for Very nice. probably by my idea. birthday yeah and uh, I was like so I've got multiple trackers on me at all times I've got that's good uh, constant check that's why I'm constantly on my phone I'm constantly checking in with people or like they're checking in with me uh, it's not like you know just a one-way street it's constant cycling um, everyone's you know trying to support each other even yeah. if it's just that just that just being like hey you still alive Hey, what's up? <laughs> right. <laughs> How are you doing right now? <laughs> and, um, like, that's why I'm also great. I'm, I'm also glad that I can be so open with my friends. So, like, I can even do that with a friend, not uh, also someone in the job. But we always, always share your location, like, where you're at. What's going on? Yeah, checking in. Yeah, go ahead. Darrell wants to ask a question. Okay. Okay. What percentage of your clients or, you know, uh, mm-hmm. engagements are... One time versus, you know, multiple times, and then follow up to that. What percentage of the recurring ones do you end versus the client ends? Oh, that is that is a good one, because um, yeah, I'm actually really particular. <laughs> I'm kind of an asshole, so the one time stands uh, rarely happen. Actually, uh, I usually always get a call back, but um, the call back differs because sometimes they can't always afford what they want like the amount of time they want and then like when we talk about um because like eventually yeah I'll give you a discount like we could talk something out if it's that much if it's just you like actually spending time with them yeah exactly but it's like if if you're new that's when like no I'm sorry the prices are the same it's like you have to you have to earn to 
prove yeah. that you actually want to spend time with yeah, me. Yeah, because I'm not going to just, like, fall for you or, like, want to hang out with you all the fucking time after one visit. That's just not me. Yeah, and that's where a lot of us buttheads is down the road they don't want to pay anymore. Like, uh, here in Austin, because, like, a lot of them aren't actual sugar daddies. They're just, like, paying for the companionship at that point. Right. And uh, which is fine, but uh, which is why I'm usually like a rebound girl. So like they usually end it by the time they want to go start dating again, and because uh, they're usually monogamous men, and that's why they see me in between, and that uh, that's why I can also get reoccurring clients when uh, they break up with said girlfriend, mm-hmm. and they're like, well, back on that. That didn't work out. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, if only you were poly or like not so possessive, because like that's the only thing with me. It's like as long as you don't mind that I'm with other people, then how is it any different than um, you know any other relationship? Like we're all just hanging out, but it's when you get like that jealous, possessive. I'm like, unless you're paying for everything, like you can't be that way with me. How many active clients do you have at a time? That always differs. Uh, I think the most I've had at one time was six, and that's just because we were all like trying to figure out who we wanted to date at the time. Are your other clients aware? Yes, everyone's aware. I will answer as much detail as you want. Oh, I'm I, like, this is what it's for. <laughs> like my, uh, that's why I. It's okay. So it's really funny. I I was just talking about this with my brother today too. It's just like I feel like. Um, all different types of partners give back in a different way. And like, I never, and that's why I keep asking other people if it, cause I want to know if it's because of my sex work or if it's because of, of something else that people are like this. But it's like the people that don't date me uh, give like, some of them will give back like this emotional take back. Like I'm not just their active therapy, but usually when people are paying me, I'm almost like their therapy. It's a therapy session almost every fucking time. Yeah. Like they're constantly they're just, just Yes, you're I'm like just, their friend that you're able to just relate to and just which is listen. Fun. Yeah, um, but I, what I hate is when they're trying to educate me, and I'm just mm. like, I really are like they're trying to like save me by like educating me on better in my field, and I'm like, you're hilarious. <laughs> I was like, there's a reason I didn't nuts. do that. I was like, if you really want me to talk about my work, I can talk about my work, but trust me, it's not something you want to talk about because it's honestly not something you understand. When, yeah. when that's something you're giving me as a suggestion. It's like, shut yeah. up. <laughs> but, um, oh, yeah, what I was talking about with my brother. It's like, uh, so, like, when they're not paying me, it can sometimes be half and half. But sometimes they still just kind of, like, take more. And I'm just like, how? How are you still such a shit? <laughs> and then the ones that pay me have, like, a mixed, uh, a mixed vibe emotionally. But they actually give a lot back. Like, they're always trying to take care of me on a different level. Yeah. And it's most, they're mostly paying me because they don't understand that emotional connect, and that's why they don't have a normal girlfriend, and that's why I'm the girlfriend experience, is so that they can find that connection again or right. feel like they have that connection again. Without actually having, like, a commitment, like a normal yeah. commitment, I guess. But I found my favorite clients are my dealers. I have, yeah. like my dealers take care of me the most like not just emotionally or like physically or even with my trade no like they all over the place I feel all. like protection <laughs> all of it totally. I got it all dealers are the best you ever want a sugar daddy that's where to go a dealer for sure <laughs> a dealer I would be a little bit scared I'd be like man if he gets busted we're all going down oh my gosh reminds me of this whoo this trip in Houston 
I go to Houston and we're at this this nice place and we ran out of weed. I thought I had enough weed, but fuck, I smoke too much, I guess. So I asked the host, I was like, fuck it. I know she smokes, fuck it. Let's go ask her. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, so I'm sorry, do you like uh, know where to get some weed? <laughs> girl, how much you need? I was like, oh shit, <laughs> oh shit. I'll bust out the Houston girl in here. <laughs> I shit you not. She calls him. Hey, baby. Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. She fucking that dealer. I knew from the beginning. Show enough, he gets there. Ha! Ha! She's all over him. And I was like, yeah, she don't pay for shit. <laughs> They're making cookies later. I was like, oh, my God. Yep. <laughs> dealer hilarious. taking care of that baby. <laughs> so what's your schedule like? A mess? <laughs> a walking disaster. When do you get free time? What is free time? Everyone's paying me for my time. Oh, I guess that is. <laughs> I guess, what's your routine? Like, I don't really do you... have one. I just live kind of day by day, and I'm just like, oh, I'm not doing anything right now. Sure. When you're getting ready to go see a guy, like, do you ever do anything special? Is there, yes. like, a routine that you get ready for? Yes. I, so I hate uh, double booking. I don't ever think double booking's nice. Um... I, uh, so everyone's different on if they get intimate or not. I, I, so, of course, choose to get intimate if, like, I want to. It's never... You kind of never already paying. know before you go into it, so you can plan that. Yeah, like, I'm never, like, th- yes, you're paying me so we can have sex. Like, that's not a thing. It's like, I never say that that's, that's what thing. it is. This yeah. is what you're going to get. Yeah, it's, no, you're paying me for my time. So, like, let's meet up. And then, like, um... Depending on the date, yeah, sure, things might happen or not. But uh, so if, if things are happening, uh, if we're intimate, then there's, yes, there's an entire routine because I have to make sure that I fit what what they're about because um, everyone has a, a different kink. And, like, me being this succubus sex chameleon, I'm just like, all the things. I just become this doll. I'm like, all right, what the fuck is going to happen? <laughs> I hate when I'm seeing them, like, late at night. Like, we're going to see each other at eight. I'm just like, shoot me in the foot. What am I going to do all damn day? And I try to occupy myself with literally anything until uh, about four hours before any date. And then it's time to get ready because I probably smell if I did something that day. Right. So it's like, um, just put on the music and uh, definitely put on the beauty music because you like got to get in that vibe. Four hours to like Prep and get ready. Well, because I smoke a lot of weed, so that I'm just like, true. I gotta do everything slow. I'm like get getting so into like a different mental state. Um, yeah, that's also it. I'm getting uh, distracted by like TV and stuff. I'm usually multitasking. That's why I say four hours. Four hours is when I think about the date, and then uh, like I load a bowl, smoke that shit. And I'm like, all right, what am I gonna wear? And like, honestly, spend about an hour deciding what I'm gonna wear. <laughs> And then that, that third hour, I'm like, all right, start stretching, get all, all <laughs> stretching. I love that stretching's part of your routine. Has to be, because you important. never want to cramp up Like anywhere. the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, and especially <laughs> if I'm going to wear heels, because like, if I'm going to wear heels, I definitely need to stretch, because fuck that. I don't want to like hurt my calves. And my first excuse to be like... <laughs> Sorry, my foot's cramping. Can we stop? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't want that. I hate that. I hate when I'm in that position that makes my foot cramp like that. Because oh it only starts cramping when you're about to come. And I'm like, nope. I never want my, my climax to be ended by a cramped foot. So no thank you. 
Yeah, at least you stretch it. Position that is. You just gotta drink more water. <laughs> I think I don't know. You if just it's... gotta drink more water. <laughs> no, I wish. I can't it's it's about water. Condition. It's all about water. <laughs> Or like potassium or something. I don't know. It's like one of those. Eat a banana. Eat more bananas. Eat more bananas and drink water. And drink less coke. Your feet will stop camping. Yeah. Oh, and then um, about two hours is when I take the shower because I take really long showers. And then of course my hair sometimes takes too long, even though there's not a lot of it. It's still really thick. But that last hour is the magic hour, because of course, then I get ready. There. Yeah. And. I don't always take the full hour. I usually only take about 30 minutes because uh, I, I don't wear a lot of makeup either. Like when I first started um, and I was like smoking, I uh, wouldn't get dressed until after, but I was like, I'd put on my makeup and stuff before, but I wouldn't get dressed until after because I don't want my clothes smelling like weed. But then I found out like no one cares or they all also smoke. So I was like, fuck that, fuck that. And right. then I just, now I have this uh, roll on perfume to just put on my pressure points and we're good. So, for anybody that is interested in getting in the industry or is already in the industry but isn't just quite understanding what's going on, what would what would your final words, last advice, like number one tip be to them? You definitely have to be emotionally strong because it is an emotionally draining, uh, like, whole lifestyle, honestly. Um, people don't think... That, that it is. They think it's just easy. Like, they can just flip a switch and go go do that. Uh, you see posts all the time where they're just like, I'm going to drop everything and be a stripper or, like, go cam. And it's like, it's it's not that easy. You have to really invest in yourself like you would any job because it's just like any job.